Hello friends, and welcome back to Mixology, the podcast where we discuss, discover and dissect mono and stereo differences on classic albums from the 60s. And today, we're taking another round out with the Beatles, of course, and their fourth UK LP, Beatles for Sale. Originally released in mono and stereo mixes for the Christmas season in 1964, this LP marks somewhat of a turning point for the group in that it started to explore slightly more folk rock leanings with tracks such as I'm a Loser, but also looked back with its balance of eight originals and six covers and also showed the Beatles at their most well-worn, looking extremely tired on the cover, quite famously from all the touring. Overall, this is now that historically has been referred to as having a fantastic sounding stereo mix. I do have to agree. It's well balanced, there's excitement going on in all channels at all times, and generally speaking, there's not too much reason to go to the mono. However, I obviously am a big mono fan and wanted to go into this looking into ways that I could bring up the value of the mono when compared with the fantastic stereo. And thankfully, I found quite a few little instances through the tracks that do highlight some nice differences. And there's some moments where I just feel the balance of mono suits the material more. But we'll get to that as we move through. As always, it's not black or white. There's no definitive mix. And as I always say, nothing's definitive between mono and stereo. Every single individual mix is unique and has its own strengths and weaknesses. But on that note, before we dig in today, I want to read a very recent email I got from a new listener that both amused me greatly and I absolutely loved. There were some lovely words in here. So let's hear from Patrick over in New Jersey in the USA. Hello. I stumbled on Mixology while searching Apple Podcasts for French music on a whim. Somehow, the search words took me to Mixology, a podcast by Frederick French Pounce. I'm sure glad it did. When I saw there was a show on Disraeli gears and mono and stereo mix comparison, I knew this here audio file would relish the show. And I did. One listen and I was hooked. I delved into all my favourite albums. Beatles, Simon & Garfunkel, Beach Boys, Birds, Donovan and even Frank Sinatra, a fellow New Jersey man. And I've even discovered quite a few albums and groups that I only vaguely knew. Harper's Bazaar, Boyce and Hart, The Hollies, it's been my daily driving companion. I should say that mixology goes far beyond entertainment. I learn something each show. I have two college degrees in music and have taken dozens and dozens of classes in music. Your podcast is among the most illuminating courses I've taken. So good that I just subscribed on Patreon as a student. I look forward to the extra goodies and also digging into Back to Mono. Big thank you for that, Patrick. It means a lot. I'm someone who grew up on my dad's Beatles records, read all the books I could find about them. I went from a stereo is best guy to a mono snob after reading Jeff Emmerich's book stating that he can only listen to the mono records they did. But now I see slash hear that it's more nuanced. Sometimes the stereo is better and sometimes the mono and sometimes both and neither simultaneously. I want to thank you for all the meticulous work you put into creating each show, and also for being a pleasant and upbeat host. Nothing ruins an otherwise good show than a wet towel, cynic, grouch or snob. 
I love that you've looked at some of my old favourites like Surrealistic Pillow and Strange Days. And I'm hoping to one day hear an episode of one of my favourites, Quicksilver Messenger Service's first self-titled album. I read on the forum that there's a UK mono that may or may not be a fold-down, saving up for the mono record, which is hard to come by. Well, I'll end it here for now. Once again, a delightful podcast. All best, Patrick. Thank you so much for that wonderful email, Patrick. When I read that last night in my inbox, I was overwhelmed. Not only with the fantastic way that you found the podcast, which I think is maybe the best use of search engine optimization by myself, my own name, certainly not intentional at all, but also just your passion for the show and how there's obviously a balance between our insight into the overall process neither mix is ever going to be definitive just because it exists every mix has to be taken on its own balance and i thought that was the perfect mindset to go into today's episode also of course as i said a big thank you for signing up to the patreon as a student so i hope you're enjoying mixology on 45 long players in mono and back to mono but if you too want that extra Patreon content, there's three different tiers, all with different bits and pieces, and you can find a link to that down in the show notes below. So Patrick, thank you so, so much for signing up. This happened once before, when I came to your door, no reply. But with all that out of the way, I think it's time to dig into the episode at hand, kicking off with the opening cut from the album, the fantastic No Reply. Now, this song, while texturally similar between mixes, is subject to a few moments of double tracking difference throughout that we'll highlight today. Let's start with Your Door at 44 seconds, which has the Your single tracked in mono only. We'll hear it first in mono, and then again in stereo. I saw you walking, your door. And again in stereo. I saw you walking, your door. This then occurs again to a similar effect at 59 seconds with In My Place, as the doubles in stereo aren't quite in key with each other, so the mono drops one. This time we'll hear it first in stereo, then again in mono. With another man in my place. And again in mono. With another man in my place. During the last verse, there's finger snaps in the right channel that are all but buried in mono. We'll hear from 1 minute 41 in stereo, and then again in mono. And again in mono. Cause I know where you've been, I saw you walking, your door. Track 2 is the equally fantastic and Dylan influenced I'm a Loser. Overall here, things are very similar, with some minor balance differences seemingly mainly owing to the natural differences afforded by stereo. We'll move between starting with the mono. And I'm not what I appear to be. Of all the love I have won or have lost, there is one love I should never have crossed. Into stereo. She was a girl in a million, my friend. I should have known she would win in the end. I'm a loser and I lost 
and the fade on this one is a hair longer in mono, so naturally we'll start with the stereo. Mono. Babies in Black follows up next, and quite simply there's absolutely nothing to report here. A well-balanced mix whichever way you shake it. We'll start with the mono. Stereo. And though he'll never come back, she's dressed in black. Oh dear, what can I do? Baby's in black and I'm feeling blue. Tell me, oh, what can I do? I think of her, but she thinks only of him. We now come to the first cover on the LP, the Chuck Berry track, Rock and Roll Music. Like most of the covers here, this one was clearly cut live as the spread on the stereo sounds like nothing was bounced down to make space, making a great spacious mix. Overall though, everything is pretty similar, with the vocal just standing out a little more in stereo. So we'll move between the two mixes, keeping that in mind. Mono into stereo. Just let me hear some of that rock and roll music. Stereo. I got no kick against modern jazz Unless you try to play it too darn fast I lose the beauty of the melody Until it sounded like a symphony That's why I go for that rock and roll music Any way One I strangely hadn't picked up on before this episode Probably because I tend to listen to this LP in mono Is with I'll Follow the Sun in mono, the vocal is quite dry, but the stereo slaps on a decent amount of reverb by comparison, making it a little less intimate. We'll start with the mono and move to stereo. One day you'll look to see I've gone For tomorrow may rain, so I'll follow the sun Into stereo. Someday I was the one But tomorrow may rain So I'll follow the sun And now the time has come The solo has a similar effect on it Though not quite as noticeable So thus we'll hear it in mono And then again in stereo tomorrow may rain and again in stereo Another cover comes up next with Mr. Moonlight. And much like rock and roll music, things are just pretty generally similar here. We'll start with the mono. You came to me one summer night. And from your beam you made my dream. 
stereo. And from the world you sent my girl. And then we do get a nice longer fade in stereo this time, so we'll start with the mono. Mr. Moonlight, Mr. Moonlight, stereo. Mr. Moonlight. And side one closes out with Kansas City, hey, 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 hey. I'd say overall here, the lead guitar channel is mixed lower in the mono, along with the band channel, though the mixing of these with the bleed from the vocal mic might be causing these to just sound muddier and get lost. In stereo, of course, the separation allows these to stand out if the space is muddying up the frequencies. We'll start in mono and move to stereo. And at the end, we get another longer fade in stereo. So of course, we'll start with the mono. Stereo. Side 2 kicks in in fine fashion with 8 days a week, and this is one where both mixes are very much the same, including the fade up at the beginning. It's a great track whichever way you shake it, but the stereo really does shine here. Mono into stereo. Stereo. Hope you need my love, babe, just like I need you. Hold me, love me, hold me. While I've been hit and miss on talking about additional remixes in these episodes, I will drop in a word about the 2015 remix from OnePlus here, as overall the mix is identical to the original stereo mix, at least as far as I could tell. Clearly, it was treated to peak limiting before the opening fade was applied, though as if you open up the waveform in, say, Audacity or any other audio editor, you can see the clip peaks are already here, which is quite amusing, as it fades up in a straight line. It does have one key difference though, and that's that the sync on the rolling tom during the outro is off, making it sound somewhat like a horse galloping off beat. Here's the original stereo first, and then again in the remix. And again in the remix. We get another duo of covers here, and the first of these is the Buddy Holly number, Words of Love. Texturally, the stereo appears to have a little extra echo applied, panned over to the left, though the vocal slap is certainly the same. We'll start in mono and move to stereo. Hold me close and tell me how you feel Tell me love is real mm -hmm. 
into stereo. Words of love you, whisper soft and true. Darling, I love you. And the mono here has a notably longer fade. We'll start with stereo, of course, and move to mono. Mono. Of all the tracks here to have quite a notable difference, Honey Don't is one that I was not expecting, but here the mono appears to have a large echo place low in the mix, seemingly on Ringo's vocal in the track with the acoustic on, while the stereo has a drier, more in-the-studio feel to it. The echo gives it a bit more of a full rockabilly sound in my opinion, while the stereo one has a great, great clean audiophile sound to it, but loses a little bit of the excitement that the mono has and overall one would say this track does lack said excitement altogether. We'll start with mono and move into stereo. Well how come you say you will when you won't? Say you do baby when you don't. Into stereo. Let me know honey how you feel. Tell the truth now, is love real? But I'm on. Well, honey, don't. Well, honey, don't. Honey, don't. When it comes to the next track, Every Little Thing, I have made one long descriptive description here. Same. So we'll start with the mono and move into stereo. When I'm with her, I'm happy. Just to know that she loves me. Yes, I know that she loves me now. Into stereo. There is one thing I'm sure of. I will love her forever. For I know love will never die. Every little thing she does, she does for me. Yeah. Up next is one of my favorite tracks here, but also one of the least listen to tracks if you're talking about Beatles as far as streaming is concerned which is a real oddity but anyway it's I don't want to spoil the party. Now very minor and almost unnoticeable difference is that the stereo has a little more noise just before the first acoustic drum hits but I wanted to highlight the intro anyway as it makes it clear how much lower the lead guitar is in mono compared with the stereo. We'll hear the intro in stereo and then again in mono. Again in mono. I don't wanna spoil the party, so I we'll compare the main body too, as for this it alters the texture in the main mix somewhat. Mono into stereo. If she turns up while I'm gone, please let me know I've had a drink or two and I don't care Into stereo There's no fun in what I do when she's not there I wonder what went wrong I've waited far too long 
At 1 minute 24, there's a woo that's barely audible in mono, just as the solo starts. It is certainly there though. The mono also boosts the electric here to match the stereo, which is certainly worth noting. Stereo, then again in mono. And again, in mono. Last original here is the fantastic What You're Doing. It's worth noting the Usenet guide here notes that there's a hand clap in the intro and stereo only, and the rhythm track is mixed lower in mono. This hand clap wasn't evident to me in the listening for this episode, though there was some ambient drum noise more present in stereo, but it's certainly present in both, and this may be what it was referring to. The lower rhythm is also generally the same for the whole LP, as the compression of the mono just modifies the sound up somewhat, so I didn't want to highlight it specifically for this track. That said, there's an echo on the first drum hit in stereo that is absent in mono. The rest of the intro matches by comparison. So we'll hear that first hit in mono where it's dry, then again in stereo where you just get an extra big boom on the first hit which then doesn't match the rest of the intro. And again in stereo. With those points out of the way though, the main body feels pretty identical, allowing for the general differences afforded by the nature of both mixes. Stereo into mono. What you doing to me? You got me running and there's no fun in it. Into mono. So much to ask of you what you doing? And at the end, we get a nice longer fade in mono. So we'll start with the stereo. Mono. And closing out the album is George's cover of Everybody's Trying to Be My Baby. Now, there's clearly more echo on the rhythm track in the left-hand channel in stereo, which is clearly evident in the intro between vocal lines. Note that George's vocal, which is really heavy, matches between the mixes. Let's hear the intro in mono, then again in stereo. Well, it took some honey from a tree Dressed it up and they called it Everybody's And again in stereo. Well, it took some honey from a tree Dressed it up and they called it Everybody's trying to be the main body though is the same idea, with the tambourine being the main thing to me that seems lower in mono, thank goodness. 
The echo is there still, but it's pretty hard to discern once everything gets going. But overall, it does affect the texture somewhat. Stereo into mono. Everybody's trying to be my baby. Everybody's trying to be my baby. Everybody's trying to be my baby now. Woke up last night. Into mono. One last difference I wanted to point out, though I'm not entirely sure if it's different, is on the final verse, the first, well, they took some. It sounds more double tracked and a little more echo heavy in stereo when compared with the mono which seems to be a bit more consistent in dropping down to a single track with the same echo. It could be the slightly lower volume of the vocal in the mono buries this a little more but I thought it would be remiss of me not to highlight it anyway. We'll hear that section in mono then again in stereo. And again, in stereo. Baby now, well they took some honey from a tree, dressed it up and they called it And with that, we finished our look at this Beatles LP here on Mixology. With this one out of the way, I believe it's only with the Beatles that I haven't covered the original mono and stereo mixes for now, so hopefully I'll get to that at some point down the line. If there's not another big Beatles remix project this year, I'll probably cover it nearer the end of the year. But if something like a Rubber Soul remix comes to be, then I'll be looking at that. But that doesn't matter for now. We, we, we choose these albums as we go along. There's no need to plan too far ahead. But overall, I was pleasantly surprised with the amount of differences here. Certainly, it's not on the level of something like Sgt. Pepper or even A Hard Day's Night. But... Due to the fact that we only have one set of each mix here, there's not some US mixes and all that good stuff, plus one minor remix in the present, there was certainly enough to go on here to keep things interesting. I've done episodes with far less differences, see the headquarters episode by the Monkees, and as a result it's given me a new appreciation for both mixes. The stereo shined in its own way, but the mono has some tidier bits and pieces that I do really enjoy. Especially things like the echo added on Honey Don't or the echo reduced, especially on I'll Follow the Sun. I also wanted to note that the bridge on No Reply, where the track gets so intense, really shines in mono. But maybe shines isn't the word. It just crunches in. There's a real body and beef to it and it just gets so overwhelming in a way that I found the stereo didn't. The extra phasing on the vocals, which are overlaid perfectly rather than slightly separated, also affected the way that effect sounded, so certainly that probably plays into it. That said though, I hope you've had a great time today. If you want to help keep the show going and show your support, head on over, as I said, to patreon.com forward slash back to mono, where we have three different tiers for you to show your support and get loads and loads of extra content as Wow, the backlog now is utterly immense, if I do say so myself, and there's some fantastic material there, especially on Mixology on 45, where I take a look at non-LP tracks with their A and B sides, or even EP cuts. It's all there. I haven't decided what's going to be this Sunday's episode yet, but 
If you're over at the Patreon, you'll find out soon enough. You can find a link to that down in the show notes or go to patreon.com forward slash back to mono. If you also want to get in touch with me, you can do so in multiple ways. You can email me at backtomonoradio at gmail.com or you can find me on Instagram at hypnoticfred. Again, both are in the show notes. But with all that out of the way, i just got to say thank you so, so much for listening. And remember, whoever you are and wherever you are, have a great, great day. (laughs) 